Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Blair, wife, mother of three, author of Holistic Wealth, and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. The show will showcase various experts in the key pillars of holistic wealth. Each week, we deliver the best information on how to become holistically wealthy and live your best life. Today, we have another very special solo episode on Money Blocks, and it's the ultimate Money block episode, and we're going to walk through money blocks as well as strategies to help remove them so you can gain financial freedom. It's such an important topic, especially because we're in an era of high inflation, gas prices are through the roof, rising food prices and loans, everything like that now will go higher because of rising interest rates. And so this is an important topic because of that context. Because, you know, when we're in this kind of period of economic uncertainty, financial anxiety increases, stress increases. And of course, if you already have money blocks, it can get worse. And you know what? If you have, don't worry, don't feel bad. Most people have them. We all have some at one time or another. What is key here is just to be self-aware and to realize that, you know, there are strategies, there are tips, there are things we can do to overcome it. It's not a static thing. It's not permanent. It's something that we can handle, we can take care of. And I'm going to walk you through those strategies today. Many of them are outlined in the new Holistic Wealth Expanded and Updated 36 Life Lessons to Help You Recover from Disruption, Find Your Life Purpose and Achieve Financial Freedom. And so there are two resources that I will be using for this podcast episode today. So that book, that's the new Holistic Wealth Expanded and Updated book. And of course, the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook, which is another key resource in getting rid of money blocks, because there's a whole chapter on that on scarcity mentality and working through different mindsets, the Holistic Wealth Mindset. And I just want to say here that the Holistic Wealth Mindset is key, that framework the holistic wealth framework presented in the book is key in overcoming money blocks. It is the antidote. It is the cure. <laughs> this holistic wealth framework is the cure for money blocks because it's such a holistic framework. And I want to get into that. But before we get into the episode, I just like to pause just for a minute just to recognize the Institute on Holistic Wealth, who sponsors the Holistic Wealth podcast. And of course, there are a range of courses and resources there to help you live a holistically wealthy lifestyle. And the website is www.instituteonholisticwealth.com. You can also become a member and have access to those free resources. And I just want to pinpoint that the Money of Trauma certification there is also key and also highly related to this Money Blocks episode, because in that certification, there's so many tips and strategies. It's transformational and it teaches you in detail how to develop a new money story and a new relationship with money. So I just want to get into this episode because it's so important. And as I said, the key is to be self-aware. And so that's also critically important. So I just want to take a minute to just talk about the definition and how do we define money block? because that's the key, right? We need to know how to identify it and what money blocks are. So money blocks are false beliefs about money. 
Money blocks can be a series of thought patterns, habits, and behaviors that actually block financial freedom. And I remember writing an article on ancestral money blocks on Thrive Global. You can look up that article and I'll present the link in the show notes. And so many of our money blocks stem from childhood. We talk about the subconscious mind and we have previous episodes like the episode with Jenna Sophia on the subconscious mind. And a lot of our beliefs are passed down from generation to generation. And it's not the only way, but it's one of the critical things that we need to keep in mind. So ancestral money blocks are essentially false beliefs about money passed down from your ancestors that prevent you from achieving financial success. A great place to start to try to figure out your ancestral money blocks is looking back at, you know, what your parents or caregivers were saying about money or other significant people in your life growing up. So not only parents and caregivers, but other significant people in your life. And what was the generation before that saying about money? And it's important to really look at the lineage of how money was talked about and related to and how much you felt worthy of what you could and couldn't do. Because I think that's the key here. It's the beliefs about what we can and cannot do around money. And that's so important. So being able to identify it, being able to journal your feelings around money, just thinking about how money makes you feel. What are the emotions that you feel when you think about money? Are you worried? Are you stressed? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel even angry? It's important to write these down, start journaling and just start thinking about that because self-awareness is so critical around these issues because money is also wrapped up in our emotions, right? How we feel and then how we feel about ourselves and then it starts affecting our self-esteem. So that's why it's important to really form that link and really track how we feel. So I'm going to go through some quick examples of money blocks, 20 money blocks. So this is actually very in-depth. And of course, I'd also suggest that if you're listening in and you have not read the new Holistic Wealth and Expanded book, I suggest you get a copy of that as well as the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook just to supplement this podcast episode so that you can even delve deeper. So here's number one, net worth equals self-worth. That's the first money block I'm highlighting in this episode because it's so critical, right? Because so many people go throughout life and they think, yeah, you know, when I hit this figure, everything will be fine. And that's how my concept of my self-worth will be bolstered. And that's when I'll feel like, yeah, you know, I'm worthy of something. But I want to tell you listening in, you are already enough. You're already worthy. You are loved. Your place in this universe was forethought. You are worthy of love. And so there's no number, there's no net worth figure that we should be placing a value on our lives and our self-worth. So it's a major money block and it's this belief system that your net worth is tied to your self-worth and that having a certain salary or title, a certain net worth makes you better or worse than others because inevitably this belief system can lead to disaster, right? So if your self-worth is constantly tied to your net worth on any given day or in any given life altering setback, it could mean that you see yourself as a failure once this is disrupted or you see someone else as a failure if they have a disruption or a setback in their life. We don't want that. 
we don't want that because that's the basis of getting murdered into this thought pattern where you're thinking, I'm not worthy. So number two, negative self-talk, another money block. And in, in Holistic Wealth, I have this quote, this amazing quote that I also posted on Instagram saying that negative self-talk is a drain on your inner resources and can block your efforts to achieving holistic wealth. And so you can imagine this negative script that we play in our minds about what we can and cannot do. It drains us, right? It leaves us feeling bankrupt, leaves us feeling just drained and unable to be motivated to achieve our goals. So we have to get rid of negative self-talk and, you know, positive self-affirmation, gratitude, several practices can help with that. But I just want to go through this list, comparing yourself to others. And while I'm going through this list, you know, feel free to jot down your notes. Comparison to others puts you into an energy of an energy and mind frame of lack and scarcity. When you release this money block and channel gratitude instead, you instantly begin to feel more abundant. You know, comparison to others is the thief of all joy. It instantly steals your joy. It makes you feel like, oh my gosh, look, I try so hard. And yet, look, I haven't reached this point, but this person has. Why am I not getting there? And it breeds frustration, jealousy, anger, and bitterness. Not something we want to foster in our lives, right? So another one, number four, Goals not aligned with your purpose. You know, some people are like rudderless ships, just going in the wind, whichever way the wind blows, they're going. <laughs> that's not good. We want to have a life that's grounded in purpose. And so that our money serves a purpose and our money serves to channel and really reactivate that purpose and make it come to life. Right. And so a misalignment of goals can cause a lack of focus and confusion. It can result in a loss of income if you're in the wrong job, the wrong career, the wrong business. And it can cause you to tie up your resources in things that you're not interested in, things that are not for you, not your purpose. And comparison to others leads to that. You know, that was the last one we talked about because we think, you know what? I should be doing what she's doing because then I'll succeed. Uh, no. You should be walking in your purpose, having your mission. And in the first part of the book in Holistic Wealth, that whole first part is entitled Intentional Life Purpose. And it's there for a reason because our money needs to have a purpose. Okay. Number five, limiting beliefs. You know, some people think money is evil. Rich people are evil. I don't want to be associated with that because once you start to have money, you get evil. You start to think about, you know, having more power and more success and more and more and more and more and more. And now I get, I get the thought process of thinking, yes, you know, especially because of the era that we're in where more than ever, we're seeing more billionaires. It seems like we're in an era of the have and the have nots, but I just want to say that money in and of itself isn't evil, right? What we do with it, it needs to have a purpose. And I said that in number four. It needs to have a purpose, but we can give it purpose. We can give our lives purpose and we can help drive humanity forward. Okay. So number six, lack of forgiveness or a lack of forgiveness for past money mistakes. So forgiving yourself for past money mistakes, it reduces financial anxiety and it builds money confidence. When you can say, you know what? 
There's a part in the holistic wealth where I talk about being a detour slayer. Tell yourself you were on a detour and you had to take that detour. You're on another path now. So that's all behind you. You're going to channel this new relationship with money aligned with your new self, your reinvented self with your new focus, and you're moving on. So you're not taking that baggage with you. That baggage is left behind. So forgive yourself for any past mistakes. Be kind and gentle and loving to yourself. Okay, negative emotions. And some of these are definitely linked. So don't worry if it sounds like, yeah, but that sounds linked. That sounds, that's fine. Negative emotions like keeping a grudge, jealousy, anger, rage, that can cause money blocks. So we need to let go of these negative emotions, get connected with people who enrich us. And that's also a part of the book where I talk about relationships and we talk about not, you know, flipping that script so that we're not focusing on negative emotions because every single day we make 35,000 decisions each and every day. And some of those have to do with money and we want our decisions to be affirming in all aspects of our lives. Another one is not listening to your intuition. And I know you're thinking, well, that's not really an obvious money block, but it is one. And I'll tell you why. So your intuition is like your inner GPS. It's there to guide you. It's there to help you on that path that you need to go. So once you're not in tune with it, once you're not listening to it, then again, it's like a rudderless ship and you're not sure which path you should follow. But when you hone in to your intuition, in the book I talk about active and dormant intuition, we need to activate our active intuition. And there's a whole chapter in the book on that, so you can delve deeper into that but you need to absolutely listen to your intuition. Scarcity mentality. So this one is a broad, big umbrella mindset where hundreds of money blocks are housed. And if you think about a box and, you know, some beetles running out, that scarcity mindset, it releases hundreds of money blocks. And if you have that vision or that, you know, in your head of what I just meant, then you can see why the scarcity mentality is huge because people who languish in a scarcity mindset are convinced that abundance is scarce. So they think of life in win-lose terms or lose-lose terms. When we think of abundance, it gets us out of scarcity, right? Because you don't want to be murdered down in thinking, yeah, you know, if she has that, then I can't get it. It's scarce or everything is so scarce. I need to hang on to everything and not share or I need to, you know, do these things for myself and you put ego first and then that's not good either. And then a whole chain reaction of things set off and seeing life as a zero sum game is another money block, right? Because it's a belief system that sees the world as a zero sum. If someone else has more, it means I have less and vice versa. If she has more, it means I have less. Therefore, I cannot share and I cannot give up anything that I have. That's another money block, okay? Confusing real and fake constraints is another one. Fake constraints aren't real, but we sometimes convince ourselves that they are, and we put up fake barriers to success. And in the book, I talk about a whole slew of examples of how that's the case. Seeing financial setbacks as permanent is another one. Any setback we have to view in temporary terms, not in permanent terms, because we have to think about how we're going to bounce back. We're going to get over it. 
and chart a plan forward. Lack of self-belief is another one. It's amazing how these things pile up and how they're interconnected and interwoven. But a lack of self-belief leads to fear, anxiety, and goals left unaccomplished, right? So that's not good. Worshipping money, thinking that money is the be-all and end-all, can lead to stress, burnout, and debt because we want more and more and more. People will trample on others to get more. People will do anything to get money. They'll do anything. They'll sacrifice their values, their integrity. No, we don't want to worship money. We don't want to worship money. Okay. So that's another one. Using money as a status symbol, another money block, because then you spend a lot of time trying to impress other people and making other people feel bad sometimes, let's say, because they don't have as much money. You know, those people who are very boastful and they have to make others feel a bit smaller so they can feel bigger. It's a sign of a toxic trait and it can also lead to financial ruin. So that's another one to be mindful of. Another money block, fearing taking measured risks. Now, we all know that taking measured risks are important in life. When I say measured, I really mean measured, not just risking everything and being irresponsible, but taking small risks. And you can start small. When you invest, that's a part of taking a measured risk. And that's also important. But when there's fear and anxiety wrapped up or you think I can't do it, things always work out bad for me. I never, ever am lucky with this thing or with investing. I just need to stop. That can be a money block. Also, having a limited view of economic resources and financial resources can be another money block. So believing that the more we deploy them is the more scarcity will follow. But what is more important is the how and the why, right? The how and the why and coupling them with those moral resources that I talked about earlier. And in the book, I go through economic versus moral resources and why it's so important that they work together in tandem. We're not just focusing on one. We're bringing those moral resources to bear, like our relationships communication, like partnering, right? Working together. Those are also important, right? Valuing self above all else is another money block because when you act primarily out of ego, then you're really putting up barriers. You're really putting up silos and you're not seeing how others can be helpful to you. Or there are other people out there who use other people, right? So we want to develop relationships for the right reasons so that there's win-win, not win-lose and lose-lose, right? Because everything is interconnected. Not engaging in constant self-renewal is one point I want to bring across another money block because money mindlessness is a thing, okay? It's very important and it's a sure way of getting off track with financial goals. So mindfulness, gratitude, renewing yourself on a daily basis and whether this is through prayer, mindfulness practices, meditation, yoga, when times get tough for me personally, I know I go in prayer and I go out in nature. I spend time in nature and I reconnect with my inner self. And there's this framework I talk about in Holistic Wealth, which is called the Motivation from Within Framework. It's in the introduction to the book. You can check it out, but it's so very important. So releasing money blocks, developing a new relationship with money. If you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, check out the personal financial identity quiz. It's available on the Institute on Holistic Wealth website. It's free. It takes two minutes. You learn about your personal financial identity, and this is critical. 
It's critical to releasing those money blocks. It's critical to rewriting a personal money story. The holistic wealth mindset, I spoke about that earlier, and it's so, so important in terms of the decisions that we make and how we enrich ourselves on a daily basis. Because we have to think about not depleting that holistic wealth bank account, but adding to it and enriching it. And that's a critical part as well of how we release money blocks. Honoring your own personal money story is important. And that process also begins with knowing your own personal financial identity. This will enable you to start honoring your own money story and help you to identify your own money blocks to abundance, including those ancestral money blocks that we talked about earlier. Because embracing your own personal financial identity allows for self-awareness, self-preservation, and self-advocacy. So whenever you feel anxiety, worry, or stress around a certain money decision, practice the holistic wealth method. Start thinking about your decisions as depletions or additions to your holistic wealth bank account and use your personal financial identity to start rewriting your personal money story. When you embrace holistic healing, which addresses the mind, body, health, and wealth connection, that's also amazing because it's an approach to healing our anxieties and stress associated with money trauma. And money trauma is also one of those things that leads to money blocks. And I think in the beginning of the episode, I talked about the Institute on Holistic Wealth and that money trauma certification. That's also a great tool for those of you who want to delve deeper into this topic. Spiritual self-renewal, and I spoke about self-renewal before, but it's an amazing part of healing and compassion. Prayer also allows us to manifest the life we want, release ancestral money blocks and traumas. You know, in the book, I talk about the four laws of spiritual self-renewal. That's also instructive. So it's amazing what we can do when, once we start journaling every single day. And I want to challenge everyone listening in to go to bed you know, you should have your nighttime routine, but go to bed with a positive thought and wake up every day with a positive thought. And I know it's hard during this time because there's so many negative things happening, right? There's inflation and that causes stress and worry, but just challenge yourself to do it. And it's amazing the transformation that that can have. So in terms of money blocks, the key here is to master your money mindset and make your habits stick. Master your money habits, make your habits stick. So get rid of those old money blocks, master your mindset and get some new habits in place. And that's what we want to do to achieve financial freedom. So get your copy of the book. There are a few episodes. The episode 29 with Jenna Sophia is a good episode to tune in. You know, you can learn more about epigenetics there, the role of epigenetics and what it has to do with the subconscious mind and how the subconscious mind works and how these money blocks are passed down because our subconscious is responsible for 95%, 95% of our habits and patterns on a daily basis, basically driven by the subconscious mind. So we need to address that as well. There's another episode with Dr. Nicola Pera on financial trauma, which is good. There's another solo episode I did with financial anxiety, and there's one with preparing for a recession that are also good episodes to listen to. And there are a slew of others that you can start listening to, to start building up your arsenal and really feeling empowered 
to get through these money blocks. And again, the book is instructive, the book as well as the personal workbook, and that's the Holistic Wealth Expanded and Updated book. And this podcast, as well as the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And we'd be delighted if you check that out. The Trauma of Money course there is also very instructive for this topic. Have a good week, everyone. I hope this podcast episode was helpful. I hope you made notes. And just remember, you are worthy. You are loved. You are enough already. So let's channel these tips and strategies as we go throughout the week. And remember again that you can send me emails at info at I'm here to answer your questions. If there's one part of this episode that you want to delve deeper in, send me an email. Reach out to me on KeishaBlair.com. Take care and have a good week. Thank you for joining us this week on Holistic Wealth with Keisha Blair. Make sure to visit our website, KeishaBlair.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you will never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Are you a member of the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If not, what are you waiting for? Go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to choose your membership plan and join. As a member, you get so many perks, free worksheets, advice, coaching, and a member's workshop to design an intentionally designed life. You need to figure out your life purpose? Take the Build Your Life Purpose Portfolio online self-paced course. You're struggling with all your money decisions? Take the free financial identities quiz and then take the course. You recently had a breakup, job loss, or experienced the death of a loved one? Take the holistic healing course. You need an overall plan to achieve holistic wealth? We will help you figure out your holistic wealth blueprint. And of course, if you want to start making money by helping others achieve holistic wealth, become a certified holistic wealth consultant. Regardless of what career you've got, the Institute will show you how to increase your income and walk in your purpose. The sooner you join, the sooner you start to achieve a more holistically wealthy lifestyle. And you're going to want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning, best-selling Holistic Wealth 32 Life Lessons to Help You Find Purpose, Prosperity, and Happiness. 